It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. Thanks for making us your first listen here on the Lockdown Bengals podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcast. Today's episode of Lockdown Bengals, the episode in which Lyle Collins became a Cincinnati Bengal, is brought to you by Bet online. Bet online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online is where the game starts. And James, we're going to obviously start our show today and spend a lot of time today on our show with the Lyle Collins saga. It was a true epic weekend and a real roller coaster ride for Bengals fans. And it concludes. With a happy ending, he never left town. The Bengals didn't let him go per Jeff Hobson, despite multiple reports to the contrary. And apparently he has agreed to a three-year contract. And those are all the details we have. Yeah, those are all the details we have right now. Don't yell at us on YouTube if there are more by the time you watch this. That's how it works with breaking news. Uh, Look, it's huge. It's huge because... The Bengals didn't let him get away, and and they rolled out the red carpet, and then they kept that carpet down, and it included Joe Burrow and Frank Pollock, and we can dive into all of it. Uh, but but really, and I said this going into free agency, I don't give a damn about Lyle Collins or Alex Kappa or Ted Karras or whoever. I just want guys that can block for Joe Burrow and keep him upright. So whether it's those guys or other guys, in the Bengals, a week into free agency, if I would have told you a week ago that Lyle Collins, Ted Karras, and Alex Kappa would be wearing <laughs> wearing uh, stripes, right, would be wearing the orange and black, would be at Paul Brown Stadium, I would have signed up for it. You would have signed up for it. Joe Burrow certainly would have signed up for it. And so it's uh, a huge week, huge week for the Bengals. This was a, a huge win to kind of put the cherry on top, but he's also the best player. So it's not like it's the bonus. It's like the main course. It's like we almost got dessert. And, and we got the appetizer. Maybe it's appetizers, right? And that, that was the main course. Maybe we'll get dessert later. Maybe it's just going in order uh, of a traditional dinner that doesn't include built bars, because you know I always have, you know, my built bars. But um, no, it, it's it's huge, and, and I'm I'm really excited. Much like the Super Bowl, right? And I felt bad for the. Fan. I'm really excited for the fans because there's reason to believe now that Burrow was just scratching the surface of what this you know, what he can be, what this offense can be, what everything can be. So there's a ripple effect that we can dive into. But Lyle Collins is a Cincinnati Bengal. And uh, what a what a wild ride. We can reflect on the ride, too, because, man, I uh, I wasn't ready for it to get done today. I thought for sure it was getting done. Friday night, I was pretty certain. And then Saturday, it went off the rails. And I, I don't know what it – maybe it was little terms, little negotiations, little tactics, whatever, by Peter Schaefer. He fooled me because I thought it was done Friday night. And uh, – well, it took an extra day, but the Bengals were able to get it done. 
Yeah, you and I were DMing on Friday night trying to plan for Saturday because both of us were expecting the deal. Uh, we, we told each other, I think the deal's done. I think it's yep. all but signed at this point. He spent Friday night at Joe Burrow's house. Apparently, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a, a little bit more about the story. He was seen at Kenwood Mall. Well, I mean, what a, what a crazy, crazy weekend. And uh, Real quick, Jake, on the Kenwood Mall thing. Yeah, I almost went to Kenwood Mall. Like, I was gonna ask. I don't, I don't live far. You know where I live. I don't live yeah. far from Kenwood Mall, and I'm like, you could have walked, dude. Should I just should I just go? Like, should I just go to the mall and be like, hey, Lyle, Lyle, where are you? You know, should I do that? And and I ultimately I didn't because I didn't think that would benefit anybody, and I don't think he would tell me anything, uh, so I didn't do it. But uh, yeah, that that's where we got. Where I was like. Maybe it's worth the two minute drive. I was definitely driving. It was raining. I was definitely going to drive, but yeah, just just absurd. the 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 day that Bengals fans had on the internet on Saturday was nuts. I was encouraging people to just turn their phones off on Friday night. To you know, John Sheeran, you, this this popular term the kids are using these days. James, go touch some grass. You, you've seen that, I'm sure. I saw John say that. I, I still didn't actually know what that meant. I mean, I guess I I, I guess I get it, right? But it, it's uh, I've seen yeah. it a few times. That's that's a thing that that yeah. people say now, and I get it. You know, go outside, touch some grass. Don't be staring at your screen. Uh, yeah, you know, you and I were were talking about it, trying to plan our show. I went to see the Batman on Friday night and got home. I don't know, one o'clock or so in the morning. Had an alarm set for five thirty. Told you, hey, text me if I need to actually wake up so we can potentially record a podcast because both of us were expecting it to get done. And then when we got to noon Eastern time Mm -hmm. is when it started to seem a little weird. Yep. I was, I was expecting fully that this deal would have been reached on Saturday morning. We were both ready. I think for most of the day to record a podcast if we needed to at the drop of a hat. And, and then the report that he had left Cincinnati without a deal emerged twice, actually. First, it turned out to not be correct. And it, it was only the one Miami reporter who was on yep. it at that point. So no one else had corroborated it. And then later it was Garofalo, right? Garofalo. Yeah, sorry. Garofalo. Mix that up. And, and at that point, it's like, okay, he's he's leaving. I had heard that New England was a likely next stop and that visit never materialized. And, and then very quietly, and this is what's crazy about it, we heard nothing all day. No one mm-hmm. had any inclination that he was still in Cincinnati, that they were still working on the deal. And like all the people that were in my DMs who claimed to have contacts at Paul Brown Stadium, maybe did, maybe didn't, didn't hear a thing from them all day until actually yeah. the minute before the news broke. And and then I heard from one of those guys. So he he apparently was on to something there. Yeah, it's a couple things, right? So uh, that stuff was leaking. I I think that that was legitimate reporting. And I think that's an agent that was freaking negotiating his ass off in Peter Schaefer. Can't confirm that. Not sure. Uh, You know, who who knows? Maybe it's because, uh, you know, people like me are like, yeah, deal's going to get done. I mean, I wrote it. It's different saying it and DMing you versus writing it. Like things are like everybody seemed confident that I was talking to that it was going to get done. And then the bottom dropped from it. And I, and I think it was just good negotiating, which is great. Good haggling. Um, and again, we don't have the money, but it, it, and it does matter. I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, 
but it almost doesn't matter when it becomes to protect when it comes to protecting Burrow because there was going to be a clear drop off. They're not in the Armstead market, and so there was going to be a clear drop off at what the Bengals were going to have at tackle, at least on paper in 2022, if they didn't get this deal done. So we'll see what it was. Um, by the way, Jeremy Fowler, VSPN reporting, and, and I knew the Patriots were in on it as well, but Patriots did make a competitive offer. So they were they offered him, and, and, and the, pa- the, Panthers the Panthers in on it too. And yeah. I didn't see them. Uh, you know, I thought no. the Dolphins were kind of on the outside looking in, mm-hmm. uh, potentially, you know, oh, maybe if Armstead doesn't get done, th- then they they pivot. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is huge. So this is everything you wanted the Bengals to do they were able to do. And I don't know how they structured the deal or anything like that. And you have Willie Anderson saying how it was the contract structure. Well, they ironed it out and they found a way to get it done. And ultimately it's a, did you get it done or did you not get it done? Well, the Patriots didn't get it done and the Panthers didn't get it done and the Bengals did. And well, I think Lyle Collins is smart because the Bengals are clearly better than those two other teams and they have the better quarterback and they have an actual shot of winning championships in 2022. So, uh, that, that part of it as well. And I'm not trying to take a shot, Patriots fans, because I know you're listening to the Locked On Bengals, because who wouldn't today? But yeah, it's uh, it's, it's pretty clear that Mac and, and company, Mac and Cheese, it's not going to get it done in 2022. I think the biggest thing about this to me, James, is that they closed the deal. Because on Saturday night, when the reports came out that he had left Cincinnati without a deal, I was flooded. I had to mute replies on my tweets for the first time. First time I've ever had to do this. Because it was just overwhelming, overwhelming. Like, of course, they didn't get it done. Once he's gone, it's over. The, the, the you know, years of trauma built up in Bengals fans, I mm-hmm. think. And, yeah. and it was all coming out. And the fact that, you know, he, he didn't leave town. They, they got it done quietly. Really impressive stuff. Marissa Contapelli recently tweeting. Uh, the first thing Lyle Collins told Joe Burrow is your new bodyguard is in town. No one's touching you. Love that. Love the mentality yeah. he's going to bring. And, and what he's going to do as a player, and, and that's what we should talk about next, James, is what Lyle Collins does for the Cincinnati Bengals in 2022. But first, well, I have to tell you about Bilt Bar, the number one protein bar on the planet, the bar that Lyle Collins need in his, needs in his life. And I got to be honest, maybe this is what got the deal done. I could totally see this, you know, this – Intense negotiation at Paul Brown Stadium, and, and Katie Blackburn turns to Lyle Collins and says, "Look, we'll give you a year supply of Built Bars if you sign on this dotted line." And that might have gotten it done. I can't confirm nor deny that, but I can confirm that Built Bars are the number one protein bar on the planet. High in protein, low in sugar, low in calories, perfect for me, perfect for you, perfect for Lyle Collins, Katie Blackburn, or anybody else on the planet. So check them out right now. At built.com, use promo code LOCK15. You're going to get 15% off your order. So, whether you play for the Bengals, whether you're just cheering for them, you're going to save right now with promo code LOCK15 at built.com. TurboTax experts make your moves count. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this Locked On podcast is brought to you by TurboTax. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts will make sure that they count for you. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? Well, that's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That is a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? That quite literally would be a move. Or maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house. Or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back. Any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made, 
TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. James, before we dive back into Lyle Collins, CJ mm-hmm. Uzama tweeted as we were recording this, and I know yeah, he's I know. gone to, to become a New York Jet, but all, all morning for me, I guess all day in Cincinnati, people were tweeting about CJ Uzama dating Kay Adams and, and that being one of the reasons that he <laughs> chose to go play for the Jets. He's tweeting that he is not uh, yeah. dating Kay, and that was not a factor in his decision to go to New York. And I think yeah. that's funny. So there's there's a little bit of breaking news as we're recording, but, James. But actually, I'll take a shot here, and I don't care because CJ's the man, and I think he'll think it's funny. Well, that would have been at least a good reason because I heard that the <laughs> Bengals had the Bengals offered him a similar deal. So I, mm. <laughs> it, it damn sure isn't quarterback play. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> stuff that that they had a similar deal on the table. I'm surprised to hear that. Yeah, it, it, it might not have been exact, but I, I heard it was pretty close. Interesting. Interesting. So let's get back to Lyle Collins real quick, James, because <laughs> I, I think that, you know, we've been so focused on like, yeah, it makes so much sense on paper, the connection with Frank Pollock, the connection with Joe Burrow, the connection with LSU, that maybe we haven't talked enough about what Lyle Collins is as a player. And the, the, bot- the bottom line, the first thing, the prerequisite is that he stays healthy. This is with any player that gets signed. They cleared the medicals. We had heard that that was an obstacle. There were some concerns about the hip injury. There were some concerns about Mm -hmm. some other potential injuries, but they, they cleared those injuries. So hopefully he stays healthy. That's the bottom line for, for any player in the NFL, but when he is healthy and when he plays, which you kind of expect, you, you have to expect that he will, he is the best right tackle the Bengals have had. I would say since Willie Anderson, I think he's better than peak Andre Smith, at least right now. And Andre Smith was a good player. So before you guys make too many jokes at Andre Smith's expense, he was a good player at his peak in Cincinnati. Good athlete, good pass blocker, perfect scheme fit. And along with Alex Kappa, Ted Karras, the right side of the Bengals offensive line has gone from, okay, opposing defenses attack this relentlessly and get free mm-hmm. shots on Joe Burrow to, all right, well, maybe try left guard, depending on what happens at left guard, because the right side can pass block now. And it's not just pass blocking either. The Bengals, conceptually, from a design perspective, should be opened up. And this is a, a big, big deal. They're no longer pigeonholed into certain concepts or have to take certain things out of the playbook because they know they can't block them, especially on that right side. And so Lyle Collins bringing that stability as a pass blocker, bringing a little bit of athleticism, bringing some strength, being the third added glass eater in Frank Pollock's terms on this offensive line in this free agency period cannot be understated how much better the Bengals got at right guard and right tackle, at least on paper at this point, a week into the free agency process. I think there's a a potential kind of realistic scenario where Jonah Williams is the third best offensive lineman on the Bengals in 2022. 
and 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 maybe not. Maybe it's it, maybe it isn't Kappa and Kappa's third. I get that. I understand Williams can continue to develop and be better, and I, that yeah. would be the hope. I I hope that. I hope he's actually the best tackle on the Bengals in 2022. And Collins is a Pro Bowler, and then you look up at Jonah and he's just balling out. But my point is, is like, yeah, like that's the thing. Is the right side was a punching bag. They might as well have put me on the right side of the damn offensive line. It was that bad, and it, it got worse when. You you supplement that with a guy in Trey Hopkins who's coming off of the knee and who knows how long it's going to take for him to get back to where he was. Will he come back? I'm not sure. Obviously, the Bengals released him on Friday. Um, so yeah, they they've completely revamped that that right side. They brought stability to a spot in center with a versatile piece, which you can't rule out with Karras. Where does he end up? Right now, it is center, so we'll call him center Ted Karras. But obviously, he has the ability to go elsewhere. Um, but when it comes to Collins, of all these guys, I think he's the best of the bunch. And I think he's got the highest ceiling. And, you know, he was an undrafted free agent. Don't let that fool you. This dude's a first-round pick. All right? And what he did was really genius. He was going to get picked. This guy forced himself to go undrafted so he could sign for much more money. It was a, a brilliant move, and it was smart, and it it, it made sense at the time. So hopefully – the Bengals are getting the best of Lyle Collins because if they get the best out of him over the next three seasons, I think he will be a pro bowler and and hopefully he's not playing in many pro bowls, but uh, yeah, I, I certainly think he's got the talent to do that. And uh, a big part of this to me, and I know Malik Wright tweeted this Frank Pollock in that connection and in those ties and Dan Horde asked on Friday when, when Collins was in town, he was in the building, we were in the building, and Kappa got introduced, and, and um, Karis got introduced, and who else? Hayden Hurst also got inter- introduced, which uh, maybe we'll hear from them at some point. But uh, Dan Horde asked Frank Pollock about Collins, and uh, well, you could just see how excited Frank was to potentially uh, relink and uh, potentially reunite with a guy like Collins. Relationship with uh, LC. Love him to death. He's he definitely fits the mold of a glass eater. Just watch his tape. That's clearly evident. He is nasty, and uh, he was a lot of fun to coach. And then uh, so we'll 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 see where all that stuff. If you say something like that, man, and, and I think at that point I'm... they probably felt pretty good about the deal getting done. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know how you get on it. I mean, I know he was asked. Yeah. I loved coaching him. I love him to death. We have a good relationship. Glassy, yeah. like all, all the buzzwords, right? That makes you think. And that's one of the big reasons that it's like, oh, yeah, if, if Pollock's talking like that, it's it's got to be close. And, yeah. and I, I guess it probably was in, in realistic terms. It was close. Something clearly happened and, and caused it to take a, another beat. But it's exciting for Frank Pollock to get one of his guys back. One of the guys that he helped to develop in Dallas really took off. Unfortunately for, for Pollock after he left, took the biggest leap after Pollock had, had left town and had done all the development work already. And then, and then he, he didn't get to reap the benefits of, of Collins development in Dallas, but now he does. And this is a guy, James, I went back and I looked at my tweets in the, uh, in the Lyle Collins draft. 2016, 2015, 15, and 15, and I, I at the time had tweeted, "Would you trade up for Lyle Collins?" I would trade up for Lyle Collins. This was before the investigation stuff happened. And I was I was 
full steam ahead. So you can imagine I'm thrilled. Somebody asked me today on Twitter, how happy are you on a scale of one to 10? For me, it's a 10. This is one of those things that made so much sense on paper from a, from a scheme fit perspective, from a talent level perspective, from a need perspective, from a connections perspective with LSU and Burrow and Frank Pollock. And then they got it done. So it's hard to, hard to take anything off. If you go look at our free agent sheet, I gave him a perfect tier one score. I think I was the only one to do so. And, mm. and so I'm very excited that they got this done. Yeah, you should be. And uh, I think I had a one and a half on him because of the injury, right? But but because of things that could have potentially held up the deal, right? I, I think that there is a very real possibility that the physical, uh, you, you know, there were things that, that delayed it and, you know, things that maybe the Bengals were concerned about. I would not be shocked at all, but uh, happy about this. But here's how we're going to tease it. You said you're a 10. Do I, Am I feeling the same way? I'm going to give my 1 to 10 rating next. But first, it's that time of the year, the Sweet 16. Can't believe that that couple of days, Kentucky going down to St. Peter's. They're headed to the Sweet 16, baby. And you can wager on them and so much more at Bet Online. They're the best spot for all the scores and news this season, whether it's college hoops, whether it's NBA, whether it's anything in between. Maybe you want to bet on the Bengals to go back to back AFC championships after landing a big fish in Lyle Collins. You can do that and so much more. All of your sports wagering information needs, live betting, casino games, and so much more at Bet Online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up. Bet Online, where the game starts. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, James, one to 10. How happy were you with the news from a Bengals perspective that Lyle Collins is the new Bengals right tackle? It's a 10 without a doubt. Yeah, and it's okay. because of the drop off. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I left the cliffhanger, but 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 the drop off is Daryl Williams or bust. Like they're not in on Taron Armstead. So like no. he's headed to Miami. Not a, actually, yeah, as we speak, it, 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 as a visit. Yeah, as a visit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the the point. Yeah. The, but the point. So that's not a possibility. So you take him away, and if you're looking at our tracker, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> what are they going to do at right tackle? And so it's a 10 in um, he would have been, if he was just a free agent and didn't get released, he would have been up there like, like our tiers. He would have been up there on anybody's board. So the, the fact that the Bengals got him, got a, a tier three guy in Kappa, who I think we could look back much like some of their other signings. be like, man, he, he was a, he was a steal. And then a steady presence like Karis. It was just a, it was a hell of a haul. Because if the Bengals are going to compete, look around the AFC. If they're going to really compete, it's going to be unlocking all of what Joe Burrow has and all of what this offense can do. And the only way to do that is is to protect what they have. And they could not do that last season really at all in big moments. And, and they were able to, to really fortify that offensive line over the past week. Night and day difference that I would expect mm-hmm. from last year to this year. We're going to see what Joe Burrow looks like 
with a pocket. We saw it what in two games last year when they really they really actually protected well. And now we get to see it for a full year. They've got the weapons. And Hayden Hurst, we, we haven't really talked a ton about Hayden Hurst, have we? Hayden Hurst is is not the blocker that CJ Uzama was. He's gonna play a different position, but he might be a better like pure receiver than CJ Uzama. I and think that that's close. I, I would agree. I'd hate to cut you off just because people like live reactions. The Bengals have officially announced the signing. Three-year deal confirmed through the 2024 season. Excellent. It is official, Bengals fans. Excellent. But yeah, nice I, I would agree with End you. Paper. I think I, I think uh I hate to cut you off. Sorry, but uh the Hayden Hurst. He was motivated as hell the other day. And in, in all yeah. hyped up and like, hey, there's a reason I was the 25th pick and I haven't had a chance in yeah. And, and honestly, even if 80% of that's BS, right? If 20% of him feels that way, and I think he feels that way deep down, can Joe Burrow get more out of him, right? Like he, because I, I think Joe Burrow got the most out of Uzama. Like I, I do. Like I, I, can we stop pretending like CJ Uzama is a fan favorite two years ago? I loved him because he was great to the media and he was always great good to with talk the media. to. And, 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 but always, right? Even when he was the yeah. third tight end in that room. Yeah. Like I, I would go to him and ask him for stuff. So that part of it, but can Hurst be everything you mentioned and, and then some from a pass catching standpoint, I, I think he's got the ability for sure. Yeah. He's, he's a different player. He's going to play a different position. The offense is going to look different when he's on the field versus when CJ was on the field. Um, I just wanted to take a second. Let's reflect and then look forward to what we expect. I, about 30 minutes before the news broke from Mike, Garofolo that Lyle Collins was finalizing his agreement with the Bengals. I tweeted the Bengals free agency timeline so far, and it was Alex Kappa, Ted Karras, BJ Hill on Monday, big start Tuesday, nothing, nothing at all on Tuesday of the tampering period. Then free agency opens and it's a quiet day. Clark Harris and Michael Thomas, the safety re-signed with the Bengals on one year deals. Then on Thursday, a lot more of their own guys come back. Mike Thomas, Brandon Allen, Eli Apple re-sign. And then Hayden Hurst agrees to terms. So they they find a tight end after Jack Conklin goes elsewhere. It sounds like they're Jack Conklin? Do I have the right Conklin? Tyler Conklin. Tyler Conklin. The tight end. Yeah. Yep. Goes, goes elsewhere. Also to the Jets with CJ Uzama. They get a tight end. And that's a little bit of excitement. But all eyes at that point already on... Lyle Collins, Jaron Reed also visited over the weekend. And then Sunday, Lyle Collins signed. So I had to do the same tweet 30 minutes later with the addition of, of Lyle Collins. But just the, a small, just a small change, you know, a small change. I also added angst everywhere from Friday to Saturday, because that's how Bengals fans were on the Internet. And Me too. I, I, I mean, mean, I. I because I didn't know if I was going to have to go to Paul Brown Stadium for a news conference. Because there's a chance if they get a deal done Saturday morning, yeah. then I got to go. And so you yep. can't. So I was just kind of hanging out. <laughs> yeah, I, I ended up running a bunch of errands to pass time. And I was ready to go home at any moment in case we had to record. But uh, so, so the the upgrades, the changes to the starting lineup now look like <laughs> Hopkins to Karras at center. Adenergy to Kappa at right guard. Isaiah Prince or Riley Reef to Lyle Collins at right tackle. Uzama to Hayden Hurst at tight end. 
And then there's there's now just a couple questions left, right? Who who takes over for Ogan Joby as the primary three tech? Is that BJ Hill or is BJ Hill still the jack of all trades? I think I think they're still looking for a, a rotational three tech who can do some one gap pass rushing emphasis kind of work. I think the left guard is still in the air. Wouldn't be surprised at all to see Quentin Spain come back, to see a guy like Ode Ibushi, uh, a, a veteran who has experience to provide a baseline of play, be thrown into the mix. I don't know if they, with the emphasis on veteran play, will want to leave it entirely up to one of their young guys to take over left guard, but maybe that's the plan. We'll see. The other one is Eli Apple started at corner for them all year. My impression, I think your impression as well, James, is that they were going to look to upgrade at corner. And right now it's just Eli Apple back on a $4 million deal. That is not starting corner money. It'll be interesting to see if they look to find any additions at any of these spots. I think that's where they're looking. I don't think it's a guy like JC Treader. I don't think it's a guy like Stefan Gilmore, although they were linked to him over the weekend. I'll believe that when I see it. I do think they're looking for depth at these positions and potentially they, they could try to find one of these one-year prove-it deals for somebody to to try to find a veteran mm-hmm. at one of those spots as well. Yep, no no doubt about it. I, I do know Quentin Spain's still in town, and, and so w- wouldn't be shocked if if that's part of it um, as far as the offensive line. But um, yeah, I, I think now they're going to – the focus on other spots probably not going to be offensive line. They might do one one more depth signing and then see what happens draft-wise and then go from there. Um, that doesn't mean that they wouldn't bring back – I mean – as you were talking, like the idea, could you bring back Riley Reef as a depth like piece if he wanted to come back and just not get his his butt kicked and be a backup in multiple spots? Like, you know, probably not. You know, and you probably made a face. I'm looking at the camera. You probably made a face when I said it. But, but, you know, there's there's a lot of possibilities. And you know why there are possibilities? Because we're talking about backups or one competition at one spot not hey man let's let's see what happens as these three guys go at it for four spots let's throw let's throw 10 offensive linemen at the ball and see what sticks oh my god deontay smith oh no isaiah prince i love those guys on the bench when they need to come in and spot duty and that's not disrespectful they just have to cut their teeth the same way i had to cut my teeth in this business and everybody does in any anything they need to do or, they uh, or win the job. Veteran. Yeah, correct. And, and, right. and, and so I do think that they'll bring a veteran left guard in to make Carmen and Smith and one of those guys uh, push the envelope. And, and hopefully they do. There, there would be nothing better than those guys balling out and, you know, playing like pro bowlers. Yeah. So I think we have some work left to do in free agency. Really curious to see the Collins contract, of course, expecting the Trey Wayne's cut to come Imminently, I'm I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Uh, note that I continue to talk about it as if it's an inevitability. People keep asking, "Oh, is he going to be on the team?" Come on, we. <laughs> I mean, we've said this several times at this point. If he's if he's a Bengal on his current contract next year, I would be shocked. Go ahead. Oh, if he's a Bengal, period, I'll be shocked. But I, I I agree, it's even less likely on that current deal. I think you're more likely to play left guard than Trey Wayne's is to play cornerback. <laughs> For there the Bengals. Go. For the Bengals. There you go. And Th- Bilt Bars ain't making you a good left guard, my man. They're, no. They can do a lot of things. Jake Lisko, no. left guard, not one of them. I have the build of a kicker, generously. I think we have a point here for the Burrow effect, James. It was pointed out to me by Aaron Parker at Mem Bengal on Twitter. The Bengals beat out the Patriots for two guys. 
and Lyle Collins, who we know they had an offer for now, and uh, Ted Karras, who they had a lower offer for, to be fair, but they had an offer for. And Mm -hmm. they beat Brady for the other one in Alex Kappa. And it sounds like Brady did at least try to get Kappa to come back when he announced he was coming out of retirement. Too little too late for Tommy B. But his loss is the Bengals, Bengals gain. And... A point for the Burrow effect, right? People were kind of asking, mm-hmm. where is this Burrow effect? And now there's a little bit of evidence to back that up or a little bit more evidence, I should say, to back that up. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And you hope that it continues. And this is when the Burrow effect could really take effect, right? If you're a veteran and maybe you want to battle for a guard spot or you're a veteran and you think you can make an impact on defense. Well, you look at it now. Well, where is the Bengals? Biggest weakness. Well, they've appeared to solve it. So it's a pretty attractive landing spot. One last thing, because uh, we were talking about Hayden Hurst and, you know, all the Gerald Everett's, uh, um, what, what, what's the, all the Gerald Everett speculation was the word I was thinking about. I don't think Zach Taylor wants to play, wants to coach Gerald Everett. So I'm not suggesting that next year if the Bengals still need a tight end. He signed with the Chargers. <laughs> Oh, he signed with the Chargers. That's interesting. Yeah. I was wondering where he'd yeah. land, but yeah, I mean, this is this is two years in a row he's been available, and and Taylor Clear does know him well. Yeah, and they have not gone off gone after him <laughs> either year. So there you go. Lyle Collins done deal. Everyone can celebrate. I know some people at least have some cigars. They're breaking out for the occasion, so that's pretty fun. We'll see where the Bengals go from here. And we'll see what the Bengals will look like next year. We've got a whole week of content, of course, coming your way. We'll be here with breaking news as it happens as needed. And a little bonus, if you're a hockey fan, got to tell you about this real quick. Uh, Tomorrow for the NHL trade deadline. Is it tomorrow? We'll have three. Sorry, we'll have at 3 p.m. Eastern. 20 NHL shows live with coverage for the trade deadline. So if you are an NHL fan, go check that out. Find your locked on NHL team and follow along for the excitement at the trade deadline. That will be live streamed everywhere. So if you're a Blue Jackets fan and and they're one, actually I shouldn't say Blue Jackets because I'm not sure which 20 shows it'll be, but there'll be 20 shows live. So go find out if your team will be one of those 20 live shows and check those out. We'll be back with Bengals news and analysis for the rest of the week here on Locked On Bengals. Until next time, Bengals fans, who day and have a good one. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.